0: New York it's ask an engineer
1: hey everybody, and welcome to this well it's the first of the daylight savings time so hopefully you're here at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Uh, I'm Lady Ada with me is Mr. Lady Ada broadcasting live here from the Adafruit factory behind us you can even hear the compressors going off so we do all the design test manufacturing shipping coating supporting of the electronics that you know and love uh, we've got an exciting show for you tonight, all oh, jam-packed with goodies and discount goes and giveaways and it's not out yet. So we're going to jump right into it. Why don't you tell them what's on tonight's show, Mr. Lady Ada?
0: That's right. On tonight's show, the code is Top Hat. Oh. Yeah. We'll give you some clues later, but the, that's the code Top Hat tonight.
1: Hi. Hello.
0: Hi. Hi. I got one. Uh, code Top Hat, 10% off the native store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, everything except for Adabox and gift certificates. It supports us, an open source hardware company here in New York City, where we do all sorts of things like ship electronics and have 401k for the employees and healthcare and all the good stuff that we like to do for everybody. And we don't have loans or venture capital, so when you purchase something and use that code, save a little bit of money, it supports all these fine folks here and beyond. Show and tell people around the world showing and sharing their projects. Lady Ada will talk about that and more. Circuit Python. we have Python on Hardware News, a lot of news again this week, it is a good time to be doing electronics and learning Python, or if you know Python, good timing you. Pack the mailbag will stop by, we'll read your emails and letters to us, time travel, look around in the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers, um, a little bit of reminder about our uh, jobs board and some skills that people have that they posted and some companies that want to find... Some cool makers to join the organization. 3D printing, play a couple videos, we got some factory footage in New York City, we got new products, we'll answer your questions, and we do that on Discord, so if you haven't already, adafruit.it slash discord. Sign up, it's we'll, free. Yep, we'll get you there, and you can join around 11,000 other makers 24 seven, showing and sharing their projects. You have some top secret a trivia question, we give away something at the end. All that and more on, you guessed it. Ask an engineer.
1: Yay.
0: Okay, well, uh, let's do a couple uh, bill paying thing. Don't forget, Code Stop At. Um, Lady if people add stuff to their cart and they're about to check out. It looks like they get free stuff.
1: They do. The free stuff yeah. uh, is changing all the time. I think we actually ran out of the boomy pins earlier today. So that's one thing that you can't get, but you can get all the other stuff uh, $99 or more, you get a free perma-proto half-size breadboard, just like the shape of a solderless breadboard, so you can take your project, solder it to the perma-proto, and make it permanent prototype. 149 or more, you get a free enamel pin. Uh, we have only, I think, the Sparky and Blinka pins left over. If you make an account, you won't get the same pin twice. You should make an account, because then we can keep track of which pins you've already gotten. Um... 199 or more, you'll get free UPS Ground shipping in the continental United States. That's high-quality, trackable shipping with insurance. It'll show up when it says it's going to show up. It doesn't like disappear for two weeks, um, and uh, you will get it. That's only in the lower 48. And 299 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express or Premier All-in-One. Learn to code and build an electronics board. You can use it with Arduino, CircuitPython, Python, Code.org Discoveries, Makeblock, uh, Code.org, CS Discoveries, Makeblock which is different than maker Block or BlockMaker. And a couple other languages that I'm probably forgetting. Um, so check that out, it comes with all the LEDs and sensors you need to get started. We have like 100 different guides on the learning system. So you get that free if you order enough stuff. So it's a good excuse to order a bunch of stuff.
0: Okay. For shipping, uh, we have UPS ground. I didn't mention which ones that you may want to consider that's the best one for US and we'll get there with trackable shipping. Postal sometimes disappears a little bit that's just how it goes with postal service and DHL that's the best one for international It sails right through gets it there almost instantly. Um, if you're in New York City we have same day delivery if you check out and your zip code is one of the ones in Manhattan you can get it before 11 a.m. Um, you have to get in before 11 a.m. if you want to have it ordered delivered same day. Okay show and tell people around the world they show their stuff on line. Yeah. And we say, yay! yay, And, we and then stuff. we write it down so we, we, can, write it down we can talk about it later.
1: Alright, so we had a bunch of people. I'll tell you all about them. Um, we had a like, ten people show up. Colin uh, sometimes forgets if he fed his cat that day because he feeds the cat first thing in the morning when he's not fully booted up yet. Uh, so Colin made an e-ink cat fed reminder. All it does when you push the button, it records when you fed the cat so that later on in the day if he's like did i feed the cat this morning because the cat seems like it's starving to death and i don't know if it's ever eaten ever uh he can look and be like wait a minute the eating ink display says i fed you this morning cat's lying to me trying to get some food um so uh hopefully he'll write that up because i think that'd be very handy for anybody with cats uh jp is going to be showing off tomorrow a youtube uh pie portal display so it's a, a Pi portal set up with YouTube and Google API keys. So you can display the number of views and subscribers you have uh on your YouTube channel if you have one. Almost everyone has one these days. Uh Pedro showed off this week's 3D Hangouts project, which we'll also be showing the video for. It's a Viewmaster built around the Pi portal. When you um pull the little lever, it springs down and back up and it changes uh the different image from the disc, the SD card or the built-in disk drive. Um, Scott had a Yamaha keyboard uh, that he got working and he's been hacking on it and uh, it sounds great he also wanted to promote um, people going to PyCon Uh, we are doing uh, mentored sprints so sign up and uh, you can be part of the CircuitPython sprints it's always fun, it's a a party of 20 people they're having a good time, there might be some free hardware we'll have some
0: information about that soon too
1: Yeah. so if you sign up Um, Mike showed off a compact flash disk add-on for old IBM PCs if you have only an ISA card uh, you can use this little adapter to plug in a compact flash drive, which you can still get because there's enough old cameras that use compact flash. Um, and that way you use it as a disk drive because it's hard to get old ISA disk storage, I guess. Uh, Chris Young showed off his new remote uh, control, his universal remote control. He uses feather wings and displays and Bluetooth and power boost. It's, it's quite a big project, so check it out. Um, on the AT Makers YouTube channel, there's also a video tour of his work slash makerspace and all the assistive tech devices uh thanks to bill who i guess visited and took that video and edited it and put it on the AT makers um youtube site it's like 20 minutes long so it'll be fun you can see you know what kind of assistive tech do people use and what how how do they use it greg mighty has a youtube channel he's live streaming maybe he could use his youtube pi portal but he doesn't want to actually appear on uh the youtube stream because uh, i don't know he, he just doesn't want to he thinks he wants to be an animated character, but he doesn't want to have to animate a character. So instead, he made a mechatronic floating brain um, that uses our servo driver, and it uses um, audio, FFT, you know, analysis to know, you know, it only moves the brain around in the jar when he speaks. So it looks like the brain's kind of, like, talking, and then it, like, flashes lights also to match his speech. Yeah. So um, it's just really adorable brain, and, it, you know, he, he has it on a green screen, and he... Has it over so you know if he's talking about projects or, or ham radio or whatever, the brain is speaking instead of his head, which is actually kind of nice because it doesn't mean you don't have to worry about like, oh, is my hair combed or am I looking in the right place or, or whatnot. Because this floating brain so that he can maybe focus on um, what he's doing and not have to worry about emoting. Um, JMK showed off a preview of JMK OS 2.0 using uh, you can run on, you can run online on REPL Run, which I guess is an online. Python hosting service, which is pretty cool. And also, he added a file cleanup uh, capability to JM Chaos. So, um, if you have empty files, they'll be cleaned up for you when you log in. And the login has a very, like, kind of classic DOS, you know, pre Windows 3.1, like that kind of blue and white curses like screen. Like, what was that? Word Edit? What was the name of that editor? Some famous Microsoft editor that people used. Maybe it was like edit.bat or something. Um, so it looks like batch files. It was all in Python. JMKOS 2.0 dropping soon. So get, get your computers ready for JMKOS. And then finally we had Daniel who's a teacher who teaches with Circuit uh, Playground Expresses and Circuit Python. Um, super fun to learn programming with hardware. And um, instead of just uh, doing boring computer science, they are making escape room props. So learning how to program by making puzzles and games, which is, a, I think, a really great way to um, to explore like user interface and and programming projects, but in context, right? So uh, they made a Simon-like game that when you uh, press the three buttons along with the pattern, it'll eventually flash out a code uh, that you uh, use on a combo lock to open it up and get the prize or the you know the clue to the next puzzle, I guess. And he showed us these cool lug nuts that he uses. Um, to attach a circuit playground express with screws so it's you don't have to solder you don't have to wrap a wire so good tips and that was the show and tell
0: okay all participants on the show and tell get and as seen on the show and tell sticker just email support at and we'll send you out one or if there's other cool stuff you've shown or if you're interested in doing a guide for us um, that's how we usually find folks it is part of our Adafruit live series of shows tomorrow is JP's show next week JP's off but this week he is a Check out our shows that we have on Wednesdays, which is 3D Hangouts and Show and Tell. And Ask asking engineer and tomorrow is JP Show. And he also has Make Code Minute. So, of course, um, we're going to uh, show the highlight reel, which is Make Code Minute from JP Show. Yes. Take it away, JP.
2: All right. So on the Make Code Arcade. I'd like to look at projectiles and a few things that happen when they collide with things. So you'll see in this example, I have on sprite of kind projectile overlaps with other sprite of kind enemy. What happens? I destroy the sprite, which is the projectile, and I destroy the other sprite, which is the enemy, and then I use the little hearts effect. Now, if we scan down in the code a little bit, we'll see what happens when the player overlaps an enemy. I'm going to shake the camera, which is a canned effect here, uh, and I'm going to destroy that sprite. And I'm going to change the life value. So there's a certain number of lives in the game. I'm going to change that life value uh, by negative one. And here's the other uh, happy side of it: when my player overlaps with a sprite of the kind food, I'm going to destroy that sprite, so get rid of it. But I'm also going to Uh, well, I have changed life by one here. I'm actually going to change this to increase my score. So I'm going to go into info, change score by one. So let's drop that in there. Okay, so now the game is going to reset. And you'll see when I hit one of these pieces of food, my score is going to go up on the right. When I shoot these ghosts, they're going to disappear. And you'll see we get that effect. And you'll also see there's some danger to shooting the food. So you have to have a bit of a light touch. So I want that pizza, but I don't want to get hit. Okay, and you'll see if I get hit, that heart counter on the left side of the screen is dropping and eventually the game is over. And the other thing we'll have a look at is how are these particles flying into the scene. On game updates, so there's a clock going on in the game. When the game updates, I'm having every 700 milliseconds, I'm creating this projectile of the type ghost and I'm grabbing a random sprite this collection. So I've got ghost sprites and I've also got food sprites. So I have these arrays. And I can grab any from those randomly and then drop them down onto the screen. They're moving uh, downward, that's this positive vector on Y. Uh, and then I'm also setting the projectile type, in this case to enemy, and I'm dropping them out of some random area at the top of the screen. And so that is how you can create enemy and power up sprites as particles and deal with the collisions inside of Make Code Arcade.
1: All right. Um, I also have some MakeCode news I wanted to put in here. Uh, there's a new MakeCode beta. I think I it's 1.3, and it, uh, it's a one of a full rewrite, basically, of the underlying hardware layers. No longer using embed, now using our own uh, Scott Shawcroft's, um SAMD peripherals, um, which means better support for SAMD 21 and SAMD 51 boards. So if you have a MakeCode project that you've been using with the Circuit Playground Express, like the SAMD 21 or SAMD 51, check out uh, slash beta. Um, just put that in the URL to go to the beta site. Check that you're running 1.3, and uh, try it out. See if you have any bugs or anything you noticed. Um, and uh, in Discord, or your MakeCode channel, um, post your results because we're trying to get uh, feedback from people on this big rewrite. We think things are working better, but if something's not working, we want to know about it. Okay. Blinka, 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 blinka.
0: It is time for some Python on hardware. Uh, first up. So PyCon is coming up. It's May 1st to 9th. It's by the community for the community, and if you're interested in either teaching or being mentored, there's a lot of different ways that you can help, and there's a lot of different ways to participate. So this would be on May 4th, 2019, just coming up, 2:30 p.m. to 6:30 p.m. Um, there's still time. Today is the 13th. Tomorrow is the 14th. But if you want to be a participant, you can sign up. Put the links in the chat, it's also on the blog. And if you want to be a mentor and um, help, and the, the goal of this is to pair up experienced open source maintainers with a diverse group of new contributors. So if you ever wonder how you could possibly get people to contribute to open source, they're gonna match up people who do the uh, maintenance and run an open source project with people who haven't before. Um, Scott will be doing one. And uh, you could probably guess what he's gonna be I wonder what it's going to be about. Yep, it's going to be CircuitPython. Oh, right! Issue, Tracker, Repo, Contributing Code, Mentor, Scott Chalkroff, Project Areas, Education, Tooling. So that'll be, um, that's one of the coolest things. But PyCon has a lot of stuff going on, um, but that's one of the coolest things, so Mentored Sprints. Also, that's a good idea for other conferences if, um, if you're interested, because the only way open source gets better is if we get more people doing it.
1: Another thing is you know, if you really want to see a project that has a really strong base, like, it isn't kind of half-hazard. I mean, the CircuitPython yeah. uh, repo is very well structured and the issues are very well structured, so this is a good way to see, like, how does a project that have up to 20 or 30 contributors in a week, um, you know, all hardware-based, how do they yeah. do it?
0: So, a lot of good success stories to be shared as well and best practices. Okay, other things that's going on in PyCon. Uh, DigiKey and Adafruit are teaming up to do something um, really important, and this is kind of the biggest thing we've, we've, Never been, done before. we've, we've been able to do. And special thanks to DigiKey. Every single attendee, and this is like thousands of people, will get a special edition Adafruit Circuit Playground Express DigiKey PyCon edition. Um, there will be workshops and more. Dan, Katney, and Scott will be there. So that is PyCon. So if, you ha- if you're not sure if you're going to go, this is a good reason to go. And that's coming up in May. Hard to argue. All right. Uh, IoT Design Week is happening right now. And then on, uh, it was. Let's see. Tuesday, there was a special event. Bob Martin showed, uh, and he's the Wizard of Make from uh, Microchip, people formerly known as Atmel. Showed a bunch of weather stations and gave away five Pi portals. Those are in the mail. We sent those out today. So if you want to check the replay, you can check our site. And you can also um, thank uh, Digikey and then also Microchip for the, the. Both of those companies are part of it. So. Yay. Cool, cool event, and uh, it's good to see Microchip doing live streaming. So keep it up. Okay, uh, next up, we have a new site, circuitpython.org. <gasps>
1: to, yeah. So like, I got home on Friday night, and is just like, "Hey, I'm back, and uh, let's do the site." And I'm like, "It's okay, fine." And so uh, we set up the DNS, and he just went like all out and uh, started structuring up the circuitpython.org site. We've been working on it on and off, but just getting it all out there. And we've had all everyone from the community contribute photos descriptions text yep. links and it came together real fast if you so. want to help
0: out and you're just like well I don't really work on the core or I don't I don't know what things I want to do you can help out with the website there's plenty of things for all of us to do um, please go to circuitpython.org and then you can also check out our github repo do any pull requests we're putting all the boards in there if you want your board in there you have to just make sure it's in the repo and then it'll show up that's right we are this. only
1: doing yes if you have yeah. a, a, a board that it runs it's samd 21 or 51 or 2840 no, and you want us to do builds and have the downloads available? It has to be part of the repo. It can't. It's if it's in a fork, we're not going to be able to grab it because we auto-generate um, direct from the repository. So a really good excuse to get your stuff into mainline. Check it okay. Python.
0: I wanted to talk about a fun code plus community story. So okay. I put this in the newsletter this week, um, but this was a this was a neat story for lots of reasons. One, I like how GitHub is starting to do some things. So when you okay. join GitHub, you can look to the side there it has a little rocket that says join github and then when you do your first um issue it'll have a little satellite and then when you do your first full pull request as a little tugboat and it and it tugs okay, a little bit yeah. Okay. yeah this is
1: we, it, it, well i feel like they had a theme there and then they kind of like yeah, this this all works no there's a rocket and then you're in space but yeah. then now you're in a ship
0: yeah because you have to do a pull request
1: but there, uh, why don't you it like a because,
0: space because i think in space you don't really have to pull as much and like in the water yeah. it's a tugboat like you know, whatever. Okay. It, I I I thought it was neat. It's, no, I think it's adorable. I'm so, just
1: wondering the, the thematic thing here. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Okay. Um, so the 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 cool thing about this is someone, um, his name is Corey, and said, uh, "Hey, I've been I've been coding since 1982, um, but I'm new to Python and GitHub. But there's this MIDI thing that I want to let you all know about." Mm-hmm. So Corey posted up, uh, joined GitHub, opened up an issue, and the team has all these resources for doing issues and doing stuff with our CircuitPython uh, repo. Yeah. And Corey uh, was able to do that and uh, did a pull request. It got merged in. And so for the folks out there that are doing open source, you, in addition to being like, oh, here's our open source repo, you have to have reasons for people to do things. And MIDI is one of them. That's a, that's a community of a lot of people who do music, and you have to give them ideas and things that would want them to jump into something like Python or CircuitPython, or even GitHub. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a neat story. So that's in a newsletter, and I think this is just like a, like a mini case study of like, if you're successful, you'll see more and more of this. Like, hey, like I used to code a lot, and now I wanna do this, and I'm hoping, and I wish there was more metrics we could see, I'm guessing that there's more people that, this might be their first time joining GitHub or opening up issues or pull requests, even though CircuitPython is becoming large, we yeah. just have, I think we have the most beginners because it's made for beginners. So yeah. I think that's a, that would be a neat metric. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to, to get it. So I'm, I'm looking out for stories like this. Yeah. So anyways, I thought that was cool. That was OK. Cool. Um, next up, uh, we are continuing to do Portal projects. And this is one that I made because I, I thought, well, if there's Mogwai's, I want to prove that I'll be able to take care of them. So this is the screenshots from the gremlin's clock that i made and the way it works is you need to know if feed them before midnight and then not feed them after chicken, midnight
1: chicken in particular they eat chicken. kfc
0: yeah the chicken um, and then don't get them under no bright light so here is here's how the clock works it also lets you know when it's okay to feed them again so here here's my clock see how this works out, um, but just like Mr. Wing, or grandfather, would say, you do with Mogwai what your society has done with all the nature's gifts. You did not understand, you are not ready. So hopefully I've proven I'm ready for a pet Mogwai. Okay, uh, next up. This is a cool 3D printed case. These are some community projects. And this is for
1: the Pi Portal, and it's yep. like, you know, we have this little button demo, so you have a wedge case that you can punch buttons. Yep, that's from AT buttons. Makers.
0: And then um, this is from Mystery Science Theater 3000, one of the robots. is called Gypsy, and they're moving Gypsy to uh, Cricket. We were using Arduino before that. This is Redbot. There's an entire video and story behind this. Um, Nick posted up. It's a T10. It's a uh, T10 robot using Circuit Playground Express and Circuit Python. And you can read the story about it. Um, this is from a Learn guide, and we'll have a little bit more about this later in the show. But this is a full um, demo system. That it's shows a everything for robotics. Yeah. You
1: want to show everything possible. This is your project in yeah. you CircuitPython. Yeah. Python.
0: And this is how to use um, CircuitPython and some of our boards to have this Logitech. Um, it's a Logitech Extreme 3D Pro USB joystick. And it takes input from the joystick, outputs JSON, and then uses and MZO UART, transmit pin, and then it um, works. That's kind of cool. Um, this is neat. This is um, one of those little minifig, uh, sams that runs CircuitPython, and this will uh, help hack your computer. So it puts in all those keystrokes. Yeah. That's cool.
1: I get a unicorn.
0: Yeah. Uh, Matt sent over some of the links and more from the Melbourne MicroPython meetup. Uh, one of the things, um, this is cool, it's a good video. This is Damien's uh, native modules in MicroPython.
1: Yeah, this is interesting. It's like a high, how to do high speed uh, code elements in MicroPython. So I'm interested in this.
0: Yeah. There's a PyBoard D series update. Um, should be shipping soon. Uh, this was in the MicroPython newsletter, and we also posted. It's got these
1: cute plug-in parts. Look at yeah. These cute connectors, like Hiroshi connectors.
0: Yeah, we posted about this, and we also put it in our newsletter. So this board will be out. We're looking forward to playing around with it.
1: I think it's an M7. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then uh, this article is from Hackaday. This is just some fun stuff. You can make these types of XK, uh, CD charts with Python. So this uh, tutorial shows you how. We also had. Um, these stats that we keep an eye on. So over, uh, this was Stack Overflow, and I think they got a few other sources, but the this is a Stack Overflow chart. Python overtakes JavaScript as the most questioned language. So in other words, people are, are using it quite a bit.
1: Yeah, they're learning where that they're le- taking it in school. You can see there was yeah. a, a peak, and then actually dropped. These either, either means that JavaScript has gotten easier for people, or fewer people are starting out with yeah, it.
0: Yeah, I think with machine learning and a lot of other things, like yeah. TensorFlow people are starting out with Python data visualization. Um, We have a new language that we got to add to uh, CircuitPython. Pirate. We Pirate. Pirate. Yeah. Pirate Um, with a Y. Yeah. And uh, so if you want to help contribute regular human languages in addition to pirate languages, uh, you can do that. And uh, we have all this on awesome CircuitPython. This is from Adafruit Daily. You go there, adafruitdaily.com, sign up for Python on microcontrollers. Um, It's in our weekly recap video. Yeah. All of this is in our... um, podcast that we have we have our weekly circuit python meeting on discord and then of course check out CircuitPython.org. so lots of stuff in python on hardware this week it's
1: blinker blinker blink. should i have a blinker song blinker blinker we can, we can come up with a blinker song right? blink-a,
3: blink-a, blink-a, blink-a. Okay.
0: next up back in the mailbag okay we read these letters to everyone at our weekly meeting called state of the fruit It's all they do for team members and we also read them here to you so this week, this is from Chris, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you for the outstanding customer service and overall business model. In the past, I've purchased my Raspberry Pi and BeagleBone uh, through Amazon, but after experiencing your customer service, as well as loving your products and your tutorials, uh, education materials, I will now be ordering everything directly from Adafruit to include some feathered boards soon. Keep up the awesome work. It's great to see a legitimately good company doing good things, giving back, and taking care of their customers. Keep up the good work, Chris. Thanks, Chris. All right, time travel. Look back in the world of hackers, makers, artists, engineers, news, and more. Um, this was cool. Um, wow, well, what's this? This is cool because, you know, I, I assume that every day when I click on Google, like, next computers are going to come up. But it doesn't happen. But it did this but week. But today? Oh, no <laughs> good. It did this week. So yeah, what happened this week? Well, this is the 30th anniversary of the web. Oh,
3: you feel sweet.
1: like Doesn't
0: it feel like the web should be older than 30 years? But it's only 30 years old. That's kind of impressive.
1: That's not very old at it's all. It's not very old at all. Yeah. So here's
0: the first next.
1: But I mean, it wasn't really in was it really thirty. Yeah, thirty. Because years. I didn't really, people weren't really using it until I was at least in years. high school. Yeah. So but it's, this is
0: next, and uh, this is I'm not what, that old. Yeah, twenty years. And this is one of the first browsers, so um, yeah. the hypermedia browser. So that that was this week, thirty-year anniversary. And then um, this is kind of wait.
1: Oh. No, that doesn't make any sense. How can it be? Is it thirty years? It was. Yeah, thirty. It was 30. forty. years forty years ago. Was seventy-nine, and yeah. 80, 89. Yeah. 89?
0: Okay. Yeah. 90 was when the...
1: the. Um I didn't... Did next come... Was next around in 89? Yeah. Okay, wow. That well, was... He put in
0: for the... It, it, he got approval in 19, May of 1990 to buy the next station. Okay. So yeah. did
1: wasn't another year or two until yeah. he, he actually... Okay. All but right. he started the process.
0: Yeah. It's like... That, I like that they like... He put in for approval to buy a next computer... Okay. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's cool. They were pricey. It's cool that, you know, Tim put in for that, but, you know, someone had to prove that.
1: I know. So, why don't we ever credit that person? Yeah. <laughs> Middle manager.
0: Yeah. All right. And then this one I thought you could talk about a little bit. So this is the, the NSA, like, hacking tool. And, like, all the hardware people were really interested in Yeah.
1: There. This is interesting. I'll tell you why it's interesting. So decompiling is an interesting um way to analyze, you know, binaries or firmwares to, I mean, they're doing it for secure. First off, I I think the reason the NSA was using it is they'd find malware or like, you know, Stuxnet, and they're like, well, what is it doing? So to analyze it, you would decompile it, and then you'd get it from, you know, into assembly code, because you can always convert all code into assembly code, and then you try to, you know, structure it in a way so you could see loops and stuff, and of course some code is tricky, and it it tries to to trick you. Um, Which reminds me, if you look at the 4AM um, write-ups on Apple II, that's the person's name, 4AM. Um, I mean, they're just amazing and they talk about how, how to trick disassemblers and decompilers, but um, normal decompilers and dis, uh, for um, you know, real good decompilers are, are quite expensive. I actually got a uh, license for, um, I think, IDA Pro. It's great. I used it to decompile FreeTouch uh, for the sandy 21 totally paid for itself, but it is outside the budget of most people. Like, you know, I, I have a company, but a lot of people are doing this kind of research and work. And there is a new trend in firmware. Uh, you, you can get firmware off device, but you want to decompile it, maybe see what, what it's doing or extract keys or code from it. Or you get um, uh, some sensor libraries now are coming only as compiled uh, ARM Cortex binaries, um, like .As, they're, 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 uh, linked, they're linkable libraries. And maybe you know you want to port that to some other thing, or maybe you're not using it on the same chipset. Maybe you want to use it on Tensilica and not an ARM Cortex. So if they don't provide you with that, you'll have to port it yourself, and that's where a decompiler comes in. So this is interesting because um, it's a free, open source, good quality decompiler. Uh, there's a lot of like ones that are tough to use, um, or you know, basically you get to either have like difficult to use, free. Um, yeah. Or uh, you know incomplete, and you usually get to pick two. And this one seems to have all three. It's it's free, it's open source, it's pretty good quality. The output that you get is 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 very usable, and it has a lot of good tricks to it. And I think it's going to be improving as well. And for other the other um, decompilers, nobody could contribute to them. So it was like every company that made a decompiler, you you wouldn't be able to. Um, nobody could pull together resources to improve it because it was closed source. Now there's actually one target that everyone can go to and say, okay, I want to add support for this new chipset. I can actually add it here and, and know that people can use it. But it's not the only decompiler out there. Um, w- Wadari, I don't know how to say it. Wadar is also another free one. But uh, I tried to use it and I could <laughs> not figure it out. This one looks a little bit more like IDA Pro. Okay. So I'm excited. I'm going to try using it maybe we'll Yeah, maybe we'll
0: I mean, try to do a Descalate data when we get to that. Okay, uh, Maker Update. We pasted, posted a new file, a uh, new video. Don did this. Yes, and monthly. It has a we do a monthly thing with Maker Update now. People really like it, so check it out. We hit a big milestone on Discord. Eleven thousand of you. Thank you.
1: Thanks, eleven thousand people.
0: Yeah. So, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then we a couple other things happen um, in the Maker world, and specifically for us, um, we hit two million orders.
1: This is a big deal.
0: Yeah. And they're like real orders by the, the way. Like orders. each
1: each one of those is an order. Yeah. Now there isn't like, oh, we skipped them or like we pre whatever or like each back order is whatever. No, this is a, each individual order from a person or a company. And that's not of course including all the orders from our distributors. So if you ordered from uh Pimeroni or Mauser or DigiKey or you know, whoever is is a distributor of ours, that doesn't count. So mm-hmm. like there's even more customers. But so this is how many orders we,
0: have. we hit 2 million on um, March 8th. That was on Friday. And then we hit our 1 millionth order on January of 2016. 500,000th order was May 14th of 2014. And then um, we hit our 100,000th uh, order in August of 2011. So we're accelerating um, pretty fast. The person who won, we, um, we let them know and we said, hey, let's give you a free order and stuff. And uh, the person's, their, their, their self-described name is Old Dude with a Mohawk. That's what they called themselves. And Old Dude with a Mohawk said, I love Adafruit and point out to my daughters that I order cool stuff from Adafruit because it's a woman-owned business and L'Amour uh, shows that it's okay uh, to be in tech, be yourself, and have cool hair, although I'm partial to Mohawks. Um, you guys are freaking awesome. I purchased items from my tortoise tracker. Uh, I escaped when I was 3D printing, and uh, the person purchased the Laura and GPS stuff. So, um, to track the tortoise. two millionth customer.
1: Okay. I mean, I also, ideally, they wouldn't be able to run too fast. Yeah, Laura's okay. a good choice, by the way.
0: And then, uh, congrats, Lady Ada. You just won an award, you were an um, honoree and emerging leader for the STEP Awards, and this is for manufacturing. I like the in blinker the US. Colors. that's right. Good we blinker. told them to put the colors blinker style. Now, it was already thing. like that. Yeah. So, um, that's it's April 11th. We're not going to be able to get to DC but um, it's for manufacturing, put that in our press section. Then, other maker news, this Saturday, is? At 8 p.m. What is, is ar- it? It's Arduino Day. It's Arduino Day! And so, March 16th, we're gonna do a, a little video thing. We're just gonna show some Arduino stuff that we have going on. And then, um, I did a blog post, because one of the things that I wanted to do leading up to Arduino Day is figure out, okay, what, what libraries are out there? Which ones are being used the most? Which ones should we keep track of? And turns out we're the number one producer of libraries. We sort of knew that, and then um, we did a little bit of work to figure out um, which other ones. So we have a blog post on that, and that gets it from the JSON file that's in the library manager. We don't know the total number of downloads, but we do know the number of contributors. And since Arduino publishes at conferences how many downloads there are for other things, so we think they might be able to tell us. But anyways. Well, we
1: have an email out. We'll see. Yeah, we to apply. We'll update.
0: Yeah, so that is going to be this Saturday at 8 p.m. We'll probably show some Arduino stuff. Um, we have a whole box of stuff here. We made a little history tour.
1: Okay. I'm going to show off my Arduino killer box, too.
0: Yeah, okay. Famous. Help All right. In. Um We got our jobs board, jobs.adafruit.com. And it's then, rocking. Yeah, and then this week, the job is, speaking of Arduino, this person, uh, David Lawrence Flynn, is looking for an Arduino programmer. Must reside in Connecticut near New Haven working on a light sculpture and interactive project. If you want. If you're
1: in Connecticut, you want to make some cool LED art, yeah. light art, contact this person to hire.
0: You can go to jobs at adafruit.com poster skills, or if you're a company, you can, of course, post that you're looking for a job. Okay. Or you're looking for a person to join your company. Okay, open source hardware.
1: We are an open source hardware company. We are,
0: but before I get to that. Okay. I wait. saw this quote. I put this in the newsletter because I think this is important. Open source software and I'll say open source hardware still requires a same strategic playbook as consumer tech to succeed. Branding, marketing, community, network effects, frictionless experience, all key to growth and long-term value. The reason I put this in here is because that's one of the things that I think people miss and I and I the you need to have a community. You need to have something like Blinka. You need to have a name for them to remember. You need to do all this stuff. Just because it's code, it's more than that. There's humans involved. And so you, I think when you look at successful open source projects, because there's some that come and go. Yeah. Developers will go to the next thing that's more interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. And you have to celebrate the community. You have to have a place for them to go which, that's welcoming. And if you're for beginners, you have to have all the resources for them to learn all the things they want to learn. For this new open source thing, and yeah, you want to feel like the more you put in, the more you get back. Now it's it's always like, oh, I put in stuff, but nothing ever happens. It's,
1: it's really challenging because you know you're dealing with expectations and people's desires, and people want to contribute. And how do they? And and you know there's a lot of beginners, and some people need hand holding and mentoring, and some people don't. And and some people, you know, one of the biggest challenges is people who are really skilled at open source software, open source hardware. But they don't work well as a team, so it's like, how do you get them to contribute in a yeah. positive way? And this—that's actually harder than how to get people who don't know how to code to contribute.
0: Yeah, and I'll say this, and, and I, I won't name names or companies because that wouldn't be positive or beneficial. But we've been on the receiving end and hearing this. Oh, we'll just like make it open source, and everyone will just do all the work. Like companies say that all the time. They're like, yeah. oh, we'll just like we'll just put it in the community, and they'll do all the work. It's like that's not how it works.
1: I kind of, I kind of. Um well, I remember the first time we heard that from a company because they were like, "Oh, we're going to make this board. In the community will do all the library work." And I was like, "Oh, you're, you're like, um, uh, you know, like a, like an Acme cartoon, like a sorry, a Looney Tunes where like you know, the character runs off a cliff, yeah. and you think like you can just keep running, but you're just gonna you're just yeah. gonna fall." And like, in fact,
0: that company that said they were going to do that di- that didn't work out. Yeah. And so that that's that's just one of the things to, to think about. It's it's more than just putting code up on GitHub. So, anyways, yeah, um, speaking yeah it's, it's like gardening. Speaking of, we have 1,783 libraries, lady uh, libraries. <laughs> uh, uh, tutorials. We probably have that many libraries. Uh, what's on the big board this week?
1: All right. So we've got the PyPortal Portal Viewmaster from Known Page. We'll show the video for that. Super fun build. Uh, Phil, I don't know where you got this idea. I think I think you're digging through your box of Dune accessories, and you you were like, hey, let's make a Viewmaster with a Pi Portal.
0: No, it was supposed to be. So the Viewmaster is a very old. But you ha-
1: you were looking at your Dune Viewmaster.
0: I was, I, I because prob- I have a Viewmaster that's from Dune, um, which is like one of the worst things you could probably You're give a terrible. kid. Like, here you go, look, sandworms. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know if it was from that, but I always wanted to do an IoT Viewmaster. In fact, I think I started one like 15 years ago or something, and just like, the technology wasn't ready yet. It wasn't like IoT in the same way, so this is that idea. No and Pedro were able to bring it to life.
1: Yes, they did an awesome job. I love the little. There's a spring clip, you know, clip when you when you pull it down, it advances. It's a little image viewer. So make your own um, circuit Python driven viewmaster. We also have. I'm going to jump around. We have from Carter uh, Raspberry Pi care and troubleshooting guides. So this is a kind of common people get Raspberry Pis. They're like, well, how do I make this last a long time, and how do I avoid problems, and how do I debug it. Um, Carter does a lot of support in the forums and so um, he knows how to um, debug and how to fix a lot of Raspberry Pi computers, some of the the most common issues um, and of course how to avoid getting into some uh, bad situations. So, uh, check out that guide if this is your first Raspberry Pi, Uh, definitely read through it because it will tell you all sorts of things to do and not to do. We also have a um, Charlie Bonnet guide thanks to Katni who wrote that up and put in all the code and, and diagrams for that. So if you have one of the Charlie Plexes that we put in the store two weeks ago, or um, we have some this week as well, you can follow that guide and you can use it with the Raspberry Pi. We've also got a uh, five up JP guide. He actually wrote these and then I kind of didn't get to putting them live until today. But um, we also made some updates to uh, display. so we kind of wanted to make sure they're all cleaned up before publishing. We have a bunch of guides. Okay, let's we'll start with the top um, left. We've got the weekly countdown clock. So this, um, you know, you put in a time and date for an event. And what we'll, it will do is it'll go online uh, on the Wi-Fi that is built into the Pi portal, and get the current time. And it's nice is it's daylight savings. So it's like, oh, how do I set the time zone and daylight savings? That's all done automatically for you. In fact, by the IP address, um, it can detect what your local time is using a GeoIP map, which is super cool. And then um, it'll automatically display how long it is until this weekly event. So it's really good if you're like, when's the, you know, the next uh, TV show that I like to watch, or if it's an event meetup, or like maybe a weekly dinner that you do. Um, this weekly countdown clock is gonna be really handy. Um, we have a different version that's an event count up clock. So this tells you how long it's been since an event that happened once in the past. So for example, uh, here we're uh, showing, in um, the example, uh, when was it we were last on the moon? And we show how many years, months, days, and uh, hours and minutes since we were last on the moon. Uh, similar, it goes online, gets the, c- the correct current time, and then calculates and displays uh, for you. So that's kind of useful for if there's something you want to commemorate, something that occurred, like a birth or a wedding, or you know some launch of a company or something like how long has this company been uh, open, you would use this event count up. And then we have the event countdown clock, kind of a mix between the two. This is for a one-time event. How long is it until this event? We've got, for example, PyCon coming up in a couple days. So we have, uh, you know, you have the image and then same thing gets the time and then we'll um, update based on how long it is until that event occurs. So you can get excited for that event. And then when the event uh, occurs, it changes the image. So you can celebrate. Oh, and the, the weekly countdown clock does the same thing. When it's the event time, during the event, it will change the image so you can have a, a, you know, an image tell you, hey, this thing is happening now. Um, and then we've got two weather-like uh, projects. We've got an air quality display. Um, this uses uh, airnow.gov, which is a US government air quality website. You can probably adapt it for other countries. This is just the only one that I really had access to. Um, using an API key, you can display um, a large text number telling you the air quality index value, which is in this case 33, and then change the background color to give you more information. So blue, you know, good air, maybe yellow, red, black for increasing bad air quality. And at the bottom, it can also display um, some info about you know what it is, and of course, you can update this and add the time if you want, or um, you know, air quality for tomorrow or something. So. Uh, You know, if you're somebody who has, um, uh, you know, air quality affects your quality of life and you want to know, should I exercise outside today or maybe put it off till tomorrow? Or, uh, you know, should I wear a mask because I'm biking to work uh, and the air quality is not so great uh, where I'm living, then this would be a useful project. Then finally, uh, what I think is is kind of the jewel of uh, these demos is the Pi Portal weather station. This has some lovely art from uh, Bruce, our designer and it uses openweather, uh, dot org, dot com. It's an open, uh, it's a free weather service. You can get an API key for free and you can query it once every 10 minutes. So you can display an icon, uh, the weather, uh, the temperature, in the time. So it's kind of an all-in-one uh, weather station that you can put on your desk or attach to something else. And uh, it will update every 10 minutes. And configurable, if you guys want to add more, of course, uh, you know, we don't have humidity displayed, but you can add a humidity display or if you want to add, uh, you know, an, if it's raining, maybe it'll beep to let you know you should get your um, umbrella. That's uh, a project that you can build. So a bunch of projects all came out this week. Very exciting, a lot of PyPort projects.
0: Okay. And uh, since we're still talking about open source hardware, um, you're wondering why Top Hat was the Yeah, the, why, why, why is it? Top Hat the code this week? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I saw, so I'm, um, I subscribed to the Expressive um, newsletter, and there's this little top hat thing that they, um, I don't know why it's not repeating anymore. I think I got to set it to loop. Um, there's this little top hat icon that they had. Yeah. And I thought it was so cute. Yeah, it's,
1: it's not looping?
0: Yeah, my little, my little guy's not looping.
1: Oh, no. I want to loop. It was going back and forth before. Do, 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 there, there you go. There,
0: there it goes. Hi. So, um, this top hat. And uh, there's no name for it, but this is the Espressive logo or something um, that happens to have a a top hat. And uh, the reason is because we have some ESP32 stuff tonight. However, uh, speaking of open source, uh, SparkFun, which does open source, they're moving to the Feather format. And it's because we put the Feather out as an open spec. There's lots of different formats out there. But right now, Feather is the community standard. It's what more companies and more people use. Um, There's hundreds of Feathers out there. And uh, it's really neat to see this. So uh, they came out with an ESP32 feather, and uh, we welcome it with open arms. Uh, it's so cool that more people are doing feathers, so Particle, Maxim, um, it, or some of the big companies, and then hundreds of different ones, and we have an entire awesome feather thing that we started to keep track of all this stuff. So that is... Um, let's see if I will do it again. Meep, meep. Oh,
1: I did it once. That one...
0: Meep, meep, meep. Weird. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, it pretend like I think because
0: like I think cause I just did a one frame. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, I'll be clever and make. No, it you're very like small. a
1: single frame per yeah. GIF, and it's like, what are you doing? Why isn't it like a sixty gigabytes? Yeah.
0: So, anyways, um, some Adafruit IO news. Um, in addition to all the tutorials and libraries we just published, we have a new video out.
1: It's massive. It's all about Internet of Things Adafruit IO. It's a tour, a whirlwind tour, of Adafruit IO. We also have a guide coming out soon for it. Yep. Check back later for the. Guy. And then,
0: um, uh, good news, bad news. <laughs> uh, good news, yeah. Oh, you know what? I was
1: going to um, subscribe what? to AdaBox. What? I was going to subscribe, well, right? Is it, can I have, there's let a, there's me check least... my handy
0: dandy. Oh uh, no, we're actually. Wait, we're, but I didn't. I didn't get to. We're completely full for AdaBox. Alone. I was
1: going to do it today.
0: No, it's too late.
1: It's too late? Yeah, it's too late. So I should have done it for the last 18 weeks that you've said, don't forget That's to right. sign up? That's
0: right. So we ran out pretty fast. Yeah. So we're completely full, but the Adabox is... If you're an Adabox subscriber, i will be shipping very soon by the end of the month. And uh, I, I made this little notification thing.
1: And congratulations to the people who are going to get it.
0: Yeah. And opinion- there's a small chance if you get Adabox.com, if someone happens to cancel, it might, for a brief period of time, allow a sign-up. But I think we're actually not... It's even past that. Yeah. So, anyways... Uh, let's do some factory footage. Alright, take it away factory. Well, these, these this week, there's no sound on them, Okay, right?
1: so this is paste?
0: Yeah. What are so we doing we here with this paste? Yeah. It's well, a
1: little paste. Oh, it's just prototype making.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, we're making some prototypes. That's right. That's always a good time. We use OSH stencil for our prototypes. They're great. Very sharp. The cleanup.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Looks good. And then let's check. There we do. Not bad. Nice. Looking good. That's for the MCP ninety six hundred, which is a baud rate and also an I squared C thermocouple sensor. And then it's like we want lots more paste. You would use our stencil machine this time. I guess taking a relay feather wing. I go look at that bead. A bead of paste. Those blades are sharp, by the way. Don't yeah. stick your hand in there. I mean, like you can't, but don't even try to.
0: So, this is a feather wing. Yeah, right.
1: so it's squeegeeing. Feather. There's two passes, I mean, there's a vision check. There you go. So, you can see it was flashing, it was doing the vision check.
0: Yeah. And then, this is the uh, Wi Fi feather?
1: This is the Wi Fi feather, and this is a selective solder. Um, it is, um, we use. The pick and place to do all the surface mount parts, and then we use the selective to um, solder in the headers. So we place the headers in by hand, put it in the selective, and it's, you know, it's not faster than hand soldering, but it's kind of precise, and you don't have to sit there and do it. And I think that's nice is it's like, you know, the headers stick down, so they're nice and flat.
0: Some, some OLED.
1: Birds, yeah, we're soldering in OLED displays. I think those are pile LEDs. So that's how we do them by hand. It's a good way of doing it, though. Whoa! It's like my arm. It aches. Take a break.
0: Here's some 3D printing.
1: Yeah, we're doing some uh, Cricut to LEGO adapter experimentation here. There you go. Look at that. Cricket. Adafruit. Lego Dots.
0: Yeah, this is... This is here's a boat. Projects.
1: Hey! That's kind of cute. It's like, hey, I'm just swimming. Swimming. <laughs> is that like Tubtronics? No. Brilliant idea to use the uh, buttermilk carton. Because it's like, well can you get yeah. waterproof uh, cardboard? Answer is milk cartons.
0: Okay. And then, uh, last up, as always, here's a time-lapse from outside of Windows here at Adafruit. That's okay. nice. Okie dokie. 3D printing.
1: Got two videos. Yeah, we we're going to do them back to back. ViewMaster, and then we've got a wedge.
0: Yeah, and then we're
3: going to get to new products.
1: All right, Let's roll.
3: In this project, we're building a ViewMaster-inspired device using Adafruit's Pi Portal. When you pull down on the crank, images display on the screen like a slideshow. The eyepiece makes the viewing experience feel more immersive. Images fade in and out, making a nice and smooth effect. The mechanism uses a compression spring so it can spring back when it's released. Conductive tape closes the switch when the crank is pulled. Program over USB using the built-in bootloader. Images can be stored on an SD card or the internal flash. The code uses Adafruit's libraries to make an image slideshow. With Pyre Portal, you can easily display bitmaps using CircuitPython. Get the parts to build this project. Links are in the description. The design is 3D printed and uses hardware to secure all the parts in the assembly. The Pyre Portal is mounted to the enclosure with a cover on top. An Adafruit Power Boost and LiPo battery are fitted inside to make it portable. The eyepiece is bolted on top of the frame using machine screws. Stemic connectors make it easy to wire. Be sure to check out the Learn Guide. Thanks for watching. Subscribe for more projects from Adafruit.
0: Every Wednesday with Noah and Pedro. You can learn how to make all that stuff and more. Okay, before we go to the uh, new products. i to... oh, Come on, little guy. Yep, 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 Yay! yep, 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 yep. Okay, I just like that. Top, okay, is. Uh, let's do this. Ready? Alright.
1: No no, oh, no, 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 no,
0: all right, let's uh, let's do this okay. thing. All right, what's first?
1: We've got two inky watts. So these are like wide hats from Pimeroni. Um, they have these really great ink like fats, little mini bonnet small things, two point three one three inch. These are the four point three inches space. They're more expensive, but they're huge. Four hundred by three hundred pixels. We have them in two styles. You can get them black and white, a little bit less expensive because you're only having one color, and yeah. red, white, and black. So let's
0: have it beam in. Boop, 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 boop.
1: This is showing you the process, just because people um, might be curious. What does it look like as it's changing images? It's not like a Kindle where it's like instant update. Um, these are kind of like more passive type displays, so they take like up to 20 seconds to change the image. Um, so that's good for you to know that, um, though it's e-ink, uh, and most people are used to e-paper displays okay. that update fast. This isn't one of them. You kind of set the display and maybe you don't change it for a couple of minutes. It's another thing is displays don't like to be changed a ton. So uh, maybe every five minutes or 10 minutes is probably the max you want to do it. And this is what it looks like with the red ink. So you get red, white, or black. You can't mix the, so it's like three colors because like the red and black don't mix. And then you use Python code. Plus into Raspberry Pi has these cool SMT nuts that you can uh, bolt it onto the back of the Raspberry Pi. Maybe I'll show it really fast just to- uh, Yeah show the process so this is a Raspberry Pi 3 and it comes with bolts you bolt it in place and then um, you know you have this display and then of course because it's e ink um, if you have your Pi on a um, you know a real-time clock or power supply system that disables it you know you can have the Pi turn off the screen stays on doesn't it be good if you have a guess some sort of power cycle thing where this turns on once an hour updates a calendar or updates a display and then goes back to sleep um the e-ink display will stay on even when it's off.
0: Okay. Next up.
1: We've got two more Charlieplex bonnets. Uh, this is the 8x16 version of our Charlieplex wing, our Charlieplex breakout. Now in happy bonnet shape. Uh, they're like all assembled, ready to plug in and go. We have them in yellow and white now. We've also had them in warm white, green, and blue. Red we haven't quite gotten to yet, but we'll maybe get to that later. Uh, so you get 8 by 16 uh, LEDs, one color each, but you can PWM them up to 8 bits. So you can, you can see, if you saw the animation, um, you can see the gradients of, of, of brightness. So that's kind of cool. It's all multiplexed. And it's all over I2C. It's very easy to use and we have a Python library for it as well. Okay, next up, we've got the Mini Moo Gloves. This is a um, project by Helen Lay. Uh, Pimeroni and Imogen Heap, who is a artist, musician, who uses um, gloves to make music. And if you've ever seen her uh, uh, Moogle, I can't remember, what it was, it's, it's like Imogmu or something, they have her gloves. They're kind of advanced and complicated and use Bluetooth and they communicate with a computer. This is a simplified version uh, for the micro bit that you don't need to do any soldering. Um, I'll show them the overhead. So. You get it as felt that you then sew together. Um, So you do need to have a little bit of sewing skills. Um, The the felt does have uh, a guide, so you can cut it according to the guide. It has alligator clips, a speaker. Um, Here's a micro bit, which tucks into this pocket. And then over here is um, the uh, battery pack. Uh, This version doesn't come with the micro bit, so you'll need to get a micro bit go pack as well uh, to match with this, but what's cool as you move it around, it makes cool sound. So maybe I'll do it over here. So it's kind of a neat, do you want to go to the, OK. As you move it, it makes kind of cool bleepy, like tune synth tone effects. Um, and it's all written in block-based programming. So for younger people, they might just want to build this and play around and make cool sounds as you tilt and move your hands. You can be like image and heap. Uh, but if you are a more um, advanced, uh, you know, older kid or student, you can look at the code and adapt it um, to update it. For example, you know, this is a speaker, but the micro bit has a, a built in Bluetooth radio. So you could have this as you, you know, move your arm around, it sends Bluetooth signals to your tablet or your phone um, to control something on the screen or send, you know, MIDI commands or something. Um, so I think this is kind of a neat project. It's Uh, A great first wearable project for kids, and again, there's no sewing, uh, there's no soldering involved, only sewing, and the sewing is pretty simple, so um, I think even kids as young as like eight can get started with this project, or an older person who just wants to make a cool wearable, you know, wireless slash musical interactive glove project. Uh, It's kind of cool, so it's a little bit different than most projects because we actually have a a real musician who helped design this.
0: Okay, next up
1: next up we have the enclosure for the pie portal um people are probably wondering like i have this pie portal how do i put it on my desk uh we it's a full acrylic uh, enclosure you put it together no tools required really other than your fingernails and um one neat thing that phil b uh designed into this is uh there's a little slot and you can put a roll of pennies because we we're thinking like you know you want to make it Heavy so that it doesn't move around your desk too easily or tip over. Um, So this gives it a nice counterweight so you can touch things and it doesn't like move around too much. And of course put uh, bumpers on it as well. Um, But so you can use any, you know, 50 penny or 50 penny-like coin depending on where you live. Um, You don't need to use it, of course. It it works just fine without it. It just moves around a little bit easier because it doesn't have that weight. And then, uh, you know, you have access to the button and the back is clear so you can see it. Uh, so if you're building any of our Pi Portal projects and you want, like, a weather station on your desk, this will do the job quite nicely.
0: Okay. And next up, the reason for the top hat.
1: I and mean, that top hat's really...
0: Yeah. When not. you do a one-frame graphic, I'm learning a one-frame graphic with Wirecast. You know
1: connection. what's funny? We actually have to go back to... If we can't use GIFs. What we have to do is have embedded YouTube videos that are MP4s yeah. of GIFs. So just, yeah,
0: I'll do that. Just
1: imagine that the to be the Okay,
0: so this is the reason, because we have this ESP32.
1: Yes, there's actually an old uh, project that I made. It's um, a basic breakout for the ESP32 um, called the Huzzah ESP32. We have a breakout for the HCC6 and a Feather, and then for the 32, we kind of went straight to the Feather. But um, as I've been doing more ESP, SPI32, you know, Wi-Fi co processor stuff, I'm like, well, you know, it would be really good to have just the chip, no USB serial converter, no battery charger. This is a very small, kind of minimal uh, ESP32 breakout. It has all the pins broken out, Uh, has a power regulator on it, two buttons for GPIO0 and reset and an LED. You can program with an FTDI cable, Um, and it comes pre-programmed with the ESP32 SPI coprocessor code. So if you want to use this with a CircuitPython board or Arduino code as a Wi-Fi coprocessor, it'll do that out of the box. but you can also program it with the ES- Espressif IDF, or you can use the Arduino IDE. Um, but it's key minimal, right? You, you have to add your own USB serial converter chip, and then of course you don't have to leave it in, so you can make it much smaller and lower power.
0: Okay, that's nice new products.
2: Yay.
0: Okay.
1: Ready? Wait, not thirty. Wrong one. New week app. You got inky watts, two four by 4.3, 400 by 300 pixel e-ink displays that plug into a Raspberry Pi computer. We have Python code Pyrony come in monochrome, and then tricolor, which is black, white, and red. Great for a large e-ink display, really big. You got two uh, Charlie Plex wings in yellow. You get 8-bit uh, LED control, 8 by 16 LEDs, and cool white. Just get warm white, cool white's kind of a blue white. Uh, but yeah, you get uh, 8-bit um, control over each LED and then use Python to program it. Super Python code. This uh, set of gloves from Imogen, Heap, uh, Pimaroni, and Helen Lay uh, kind of mimic uh, Imogen's uh, really, I'm probably not saying her name right, uh, her really fancy gloves that she uh, uses on stage to make her super cool projects. But this time it's in a micro bit, so anyone can build this and pretend that you're a famous, cool, funky musician. Um, by making bleepy tunes, by moving your hand around, it uses the onboard sensors. Or you could use Bluetooth to send it to another device. It's a Pi Portal case, uh, designed by Paint Your Dragon, uh, fits together beautifully, uh, has little feet that you can put a uh, roll of pennies on to weigh it down, uh, and protects your Pi Portal so you can put it on your desk or maybe hang it up somewhere. And then, uh, thank you, Expressive Top Hat, uh, for introducing the ESP32 Huzzah Breakout. Uh, it's kind of like a feather, but doesn't have the USB serial converter, doesn't have the battery charger. It's a minimal version. So it's a little bit lower cost, lower power, and lower size. Um, comes with our ESP32 SPI code um, that's adapted from the Arduino NINA firmware. That's it. No, 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 no.
0: Okay. Check um, please. Yeah, don't forget the uh, code is top hat. Although up till 11:59 p.m. tonight, um, let's do a quick top secret. Got two things. Do you have anything? Uh, I, have? I have two
1: things. No, I no, I don't. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, two things. One it, well, this wasn't really top secret, it's that ESP thirty two tester. Yeah. So I'll show that. But you can show the thing that I yeah. did this thing with, you. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, this we're working this up. This is a this is a family photo of all of our puppets. I mean, so love this is puppets. the top secret because it's behind the scenes, you can see all that it's literally things. behind the scenes. Yeah. And then um, this was from the desk of Lady. This is how we test stuff and we, we had a little bit of a preview, but I thought I'd show this because it's not really top secret, but sort of top secret. What is
1: this? This is a project I've been working on this evening. It's an ESP32 tester that is run on a Teensy. And the way it works is it actually programs the ESP32 directly over the UART using the built in bootloader ROM and the binary file is stored on an SD card. So I'm experimenting with this different way of programming and testing ESP32s without using a Raspberry Pi or computer, just having it with a TNC 3.6. And it is slower uh, because I'm not compressing the firmware before I upload it. But so far, um, I think it's a better way of doing it because I can more easily have two running at a time. With the Raspberry Pi, I feel like it's really hard to have like two on a desk for somebody testing. So this burns two firmware as a test firmware and then does the test and then there's a shipping firmware. And the shipping firmware is the ESP32 SPI code that we've been using in CircuitPython. So this is just my breadboarded version and this is what the tester is gonna look like. It's gonna have pogo pins, um, but then you'll be able to use this as an ESP32 coprocessor for your Circuit Python board. And that's what I'm up to.
3: Okay,
0: next up we saw Google's getting into edge computing And they have this Raspberry Pi like device We got one uh, right away And we'll be doing some cool stuff Making sure Blinka runs on it It's got the
1: GPIO header Yeah So that's promising It's got like USB-C It it won't fit in our cases It's a totally different uh, hardware uh, Mm -hmm. design You know, but uh, very interesting So we're working on stuff
0: So back in the vault
1: Google Google my Google.
0: Okay, so okay. let's go to questions. I got a couple lined up here. Yeah. Um, post your questions up in Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord, and we will answer them. Okay, first one. This is from HD. What would be a good board setup for every so often, say four hours? Turn on some lighting in a dark space, take a photo, upload it to a hosted service like Azure.
1: Um Raspberry Pi is the only thing that's gonna be Ra- able to do that.
0: Raspberry Pi will be able to do that and there's lots of examples of it.
1: Yeah, taking a photo and uploading it and doing a sure that's you you need something yeah. to authenticate.
0: However, I'll also say there is another option. There is this weird build or thing for Android. Like if you get an old Android phone, remember uh, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Like Snowden was talking about this. But like, I don't
1: know how it would turn on the lights. That was a little tougher.
0: I don't know if it would turn on the lights. yeah, yeah it would have to turn on the lights. Oh, yeah, tougher. you're gonna need a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, Raspberry Pi will do the job better. Okay. Uh, what PCB maker do we use? we have a discount for, code for them? Is RGB version of, uh, of the Charlie. Also, happy Pi Day, everyone. Um, we use Advanced Circuits in the US. Advanced don't, Circuits is good. Yeah. Osh
1: Park is great. Yeah, um, they don't give us
0: any discount codes discount or codes. like referrals. Sorry. That'd be kind of cool if they did. Um, there's but that's not, how you
1: also know that they're really good we want to do it just because yeah. we get a discount.
0: Yeah, if we were like, hey, use this. Like, it'd be use like,
1: code Adafruit on checkout yeah. now.
0: Um, is there, is, would there be an RGB version of these one day?
1: Um, not this one, but I know that Pimerone has uh, like a unicorn hat that's basically NeoPixels, and it's similar.
0: Okay, and Happy Pi Day, yes. Happy Pi Day. Um, Yeah, it looks like folks are suggesting um, uh, the Raspberry Pi Zero with a uh, cheap stock Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Okay. Um, the question we want to answer is: When will the, the pipe portals be in stock? Yeah, we'll bring in
1: soon. Sign, we, we up made them recently.
0: sign up because we they put in fast. a bunch, and then they go, and we put in they a bunch.
1: Do, they do. They. We. We also, if you're on Discord, we'll tell people when they get in. So sometimes you can, because yeah. you know, sometimes the emails go out, and they don't, they don't all go out at once.
0: Okay. Um, so I we'll wants to learn how to code. You know, I have a f- My suggestions have changed over time. used yeah. Basically, say checkout processing, um, and then like. When there wasn't CircuitPython Python around, I'd say, "Oh, like that—that's like a neat transition in Arduino." Yeah. But I think, like Code Academy and like some of the online resources, uh, pick up Python because that'll get you going really fast, and it's—it's it's meant for humans to be able to read it, and yeah. it could do a lot of things. Um, it's a battery is included language, so you get really far really fast, and then it also translates really well to Circuit Python, which gets you electronics. Mm-hmm. So I try that. Okay. Good suggestion. Yeah. Next up, uh, awesome. Thanks. That's what I thought. But in case uh, I was missing an Adafruit powered solution or something that could work with an RTC. Yep. That's fine. You can get the all the Raspberry Pi We have high RTCs. That's okay. Different. Can a Adafruit Charlieplex LED bonnet be used with your lower cost boards instead of Feather boards?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, you can use it with anything. But you'd have, you know, we have a breakout that you can use. You just need the I squared C. But you'll just have to figure out how to do the wiring yourself.
0: Right. Uh Can I order twenty five portals, prepay and wait? No, we actually we don't
1: them. do that. But that's yeah. that's a good thing because we don't want to you know we don't want to take your money uh, and then maybe it's delayed or something. We only I'll, sell things that we have.
0: Yeah, I'll say this because we've we that's made a, we made a big company decision a long time ago. We don't do back orders. We just decided to get really good at having as much stuff as we can in stock. And after talking to lots of companies, um, some big, some small, they're like, oh, we wish we would have done it that way.
1: Yeah. But don't worry, like we're not gonna like discontinue it, like, we're gonna be making a lot of pie portals. Yeah. We're gonna have a ton more in stock. we just there we sold out very fast and okay. we you know, we put a limit, we didn't let distributors you know, we wanted to make sure that they were available to makers. So but yep. there's more coming. We just made some this week.
0: All right, let's give some more. What do you wanna go with this week?
1: I thought we would give away a mini moo glove. Okay. And um I'd also give away a because um, if I'm a bit, I'm gonna give away a microbit go kit as well. Okay. So you get two for it, because I think that would be a good project for it. All me. right.
0: Uh, what are the rules?
1: Rules are, if you want something before, you can't win get Only one winner for my lifetime. First person to call the phone number that we display on the screen and answer the magical questions will be the winner, and you'll get the Mini Moo glove kit and a uh, MicroBit Go kit as well. Um, the questions that you're going to have to answer are, what's your name, where you're calling from in a project you're working on or you want to work on? When you call this number, I'm going to pick up the phone, and I'm going to say... Ahoy, ahoy! Yeah. Because it's talk like a pirate, time. And I'll, uh, I'll
0: answer one other question. So some folks want desk of Lady. So one, we would like to do it too. There was a giant flood above us, and like right now, like yeah, we, it destroyed our home. We we, we kind of live in a garbage pile. At it's the awesome. Moment and that's uh, just the way it is. But they're gonna fix it eventually. And there's like, there's we like have insurance. to move everything
1: out. Yeah. There's
0: lots of, yeah. There was a disaster. Yeah. Um. I'm, and so. I Water, think-
1: man. It's great, but sometimes it's not yeah. so great.
0: <laughs> so, anyways, oh, call the phone number. You know, I can win this thing.
1: If yeah, know. call the phone number. I'm going to say ahoy, ahoy. Do yeah. so you know it's me? Phone is on. Yeah. I'm waiting for.
0: That's the phone right there. So you can tell.
1: There's the, the all seeing eye. Yeah. It sees you. Call this phone. You're gonna get a mini move. This is cool. This is wearable gloves. And then
0: you're gonna do a Go Kit as well.
1: Yeah, because you can't use it without the micro Microbit Go Kit.
0: Okay. give you look thing. up the
1: part number. That'll be sweet. Yeah,
0: I'll look that up. Forty-one, forty-one. I
1: looked
0: it up wherever. Yeah, while well, we're waiting.
1: Yeah. Call a number. I don't think I unplugged anything. I think mean, it's seems like it's
2: still
1: go, I mean, sometimes people don't call.
2: Yeah,
0: this three, three 16 Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I'll put the thing up here again. I'm gonna call it soon. That just means call it no prizes this week.
1: Or or no prize.
0: Well, you know, normally we have other networks, but Facebook was down, and uh, and a lot of and a lot of other people had won. Yeah. So, I'll put this back in the chat. Remember,
1: if you haven't won before, you can call up. We don't bite. Buy- oh! Yeah. Good. By... By <laughs> being... Pushy. Okay, we got some... Yep, yep, yep. Ready, ready?
0: Yeah,
1: ready. Ahoy,
2: ahoy! All right. Make Sure. That was the uh, number. I don't think anybody gets it. That's just all I wanted to tell you.
1: Okay. Well, uh, thanks for calling. Mm. So, you won. Congratulations.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, respectfully back out and uh, l- let you give it another go so people know that's the number. Okay. It's, uh, it's okay. on the phone.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm a little confused, but thanks. <laughs> no, that's right. He just tested the number ah, first. okay. All, All right.
1: right.
0: Thanks. Bye. Uh, I see. He's just trying yeah. to make sure it works. Okay. I was just
1: like, wait, what?
0: All right. I'm going to give it like one more minute and then we got to go.
1: Okay. Look, the phone is working. You get a microbit go kit and a mini-moo glove. It's free. We can pay for shipping.
0: I'm going to call it because we got to go.
1: you got to go? All right. Well, we got to go. Thanks, All everybody. Right. That just means more prizes. More prizes maybe it. next week. Okay. Cheers. Thank you, everybody.
0: No prizes. Okay. Well, Lady Ada, that is the show.
1: We are out. Maybe everyone went to sleep.
0: i like, half the Internet's down right now. I know, which so is We use awesome. a voiceover IP thing, so couldn't read it. Sorry. We'll, we'll away some later. It seemed to work. Okay. Um, that's our show for tonight. Don't okay. forget the code to stop at.
1: Thank you, everybody. Off the register, all
0: the way up to 11.59 p.m. Including all uh, the things that you saw today. All things you saw. And thank you very much, everyone. Uh, special thanks to all of our uh, community, every folk, all the folks that are on Discord, all of our Adafruit employees and team members, all of our Adafruit remote team members. Um, thanks so much for making this a fantastic uh, show and a fantastic show and tell. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. More fun ahead and more.
1: Thank you, everybody. Yep. Have a good night.
0: All right, here's your moment of Zener.